Hello there, I'm Phil Barder and welcome to another Scottish Natural Heritage podcast on nature-based solutions helping us tackle the climate emergency. Today we're going to be talking about green infrastructure and I'm at SNH's Inverness office with two of my colleagues, Arthur Keller and Fiona Strachan. And we're going to be talking about green in the grey, that is about what we're doing in urban areas to create and enhance the amount of greenery amongst the concrete and tarmac and why that's crucial with the future in mind. So Arthur and Fiona, can you introduce yourself and tell us briefly what you do in SNH? Okay, hi there, I'm Arthur Keller. I'm head of structural funds in SNH and one of the programmes that we deliver is the Green Infrastructure Programme. I'm Fiona Strachan, I'm the project manager for the, the Green Infrastructure Fund. Okay, so green infrastructure, what is it and why is it so important? Green infrastructure is green space and water that uses the natural environment to provide environmental and quality of life benefits. Uh, it includes the, the green and the blue features of the built environment that contribute to the quality of life in urban areas. So it covers street trees and urban woodlands, rivers, streams, and all the greenery in our paths and parks. And why is it so important? Well, it, it's important both to people and to nature. Okay, so most people in Scotland and most other places in the world live in cities. So it's important that cities are healthy places for people. And we know that people benefit from opportunities to enjoy the outdoors, to relax or recreate in green spaces. Um, and it encourages people to exercise, but it's equally important to provide people with an escape from the stress of urban living. And not everyone can get out to the countryside easily, so our cities must provide the opportunities to get to green spaces close to everyone. And with a little help, wildlife can flourish in these green spaces too. You might be surprised at the range of species that can be found in our towns and cities in Scotland. Some of these species cope better in cities uh, than in intensively managed agriculture in the surrounding countryside, in fact. So people and, and nature benefit. So I'm going to feel, can you tell us something about the project that SNH is doing? OK, so we have a, a project called the Green Infrastructure Fund. We've got money from the European Regional Development Fund to create and improve green spaces in some of Scotland's most deprived areas. So um, we want to fund green spaces that do lots of different things all at once. And we do this through sort of prioritising five different outcomes that create benefits for people and for nature. So for people, um, as Arthur said, that there's, um, it's really well understood now that living next to or near to high quality green space has real health benefits. So we're looking for projects that will increase people's health and well-being, but also just improve their daily quality of life so perhaps make um, it easier for them to travel to work actively rather than sort of driving they could maybe walk or cycle to work through these green spaces the spaces can also provide places for people to get together more to meet with other members of the community and take part in activities perhaps create community growing spaces again that's got health benefits too but we're looking for the, the spaces to carry out lots of different functions all at once. So um, a lot of our projects have environmental benefits, like they help deal with flood management issues. That's becoming an increasing problem in Scotland and elsewhere in the world. And most of our projects have some element of flood management in them. And also the, the spaces are creating space for nature in, in the middle of cities where you might not expect to find nature. So they're providing habitat for biodiversity, but also providing habitat network pathways for, for species to move. Talking about sort of managing urban areas for people and for nature now, and that's for the future as well. What are the sort of ongoing benefits in terms of climate change? Well, okay, green infrastructure provides a lot of benefits for the urban environment in the face of a changing climate. So, for example, in some of the projects that we've been involved in, we've opened up the 
the waterways. So these waterways used to be culverted and burns would just simply run through effectively a drain. But now they're opened up as, as rivers and burns. And so first of all, people can enjoy them. But when there's heavy rain, the water can spread and the chances of it causing a flood are much reduced. So is flooding the only issue in nature-based solutions for climate change? Well, it's one of the biggest issues for Scotland, but it's not the only one um, because our cities are also going to heat up and we also want to do our little bit for capturing carbon. So vegetation helps to provide have cooling effect and also it helps to reduce pollution and make our cities cleaner and healthier places to live in. Are there any specific examples you could you could mention? Yeah, so we're involved in funding a, a project in Greater Easter House and it's a, a really large scale project which is doing lots of great things all at once but it does have a, a key sort of flood management component to it and there had been some modelling done which um, predicted that if there was a, a 1 in 200 year flood event there'd be a, a, a lake sort of 65 centimetres deep would um, develop on the M8, the motorway just adjacent to Easter House and now the flood management work has been done as part of the, the GI project there that won't happen so that's obviously a, a practical benefit but also the flood management work has created a, a wetland that's a, a much more attractive pleasant green space and much better habitat for biodiversity as well so that's a really good example of multifunctional green infrastructure super example so people can go and see that yeah so this the easter house project is just um finished recently so they will be having a opening event in what ways can people get involved in managing green infrastructure or taking part in green infrastructure activities um, well, all our projects, there's a, a condition of funding that they have a really strong community engagement angle. So a lot of them actually have community engagement officers as part of the project and have set up friends of groups to make sure that these lo local people are increasingly involved in their local green space and have an opportunity to have a say in how it's maintained and managed and what happens to it in the future. And is there any other places in Glasgow or elsewhere that we could people can go and see some fabulous green infrastructure? Well, there are great examples of uh, green infrastructure in our cities, um, you know, places like Pollock Country Park and the Meadows and Duthie Park. But we are helping to create new or improved green infrastructure close to communities who are not so close to those places. So if you're nearby, please do go and see the green infrastructure that's been developed in Middlefield in Aberdeen or at Fernbray Meadows on the outskirts of Rutherglen. And where can people find out more inf information about green infrastructure and the Green Infrastructure Project? We have a, a website at greeninfrastructurescotland.scot, so that's got information about all of our projects. So we have seven projects that were funded under phase one of the Green Infrastructure Fund, and they're all just about drawing to a close. And then we've got another seven that will just be starting delivery next year. So you can find details of all of those on our, our website. And if you've got further questions, you can also find details of how to get in touch with us there. Okay, well, thanks, Arthur. Thanks, Fiona. Thanks for listening.